The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for the continuation of today's message. If I believe it, it's settled. Amen. It's settled. I rest in the fact that it's settled. So if I'm carrying it, if I'm thinking about it, rolling it over, and, and a lot of times we use this term, I re, I've released it. Have you really? Amen. Have you really released it? If you're still bothered about it, no, you haven't. If you're still anxious about it, no, you haven't. Amen. I really, I let it go. But as soon as, you, as soon as you get a moment of silence, that's the first thing that comes up in your mind. And you're sitting there thinking, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. And, it's in the, and it's in the private places where others can't, can't uh, you know, know this. Everybody shout rest. Rest. So resting is a decision based upon you mixing faith with what you heard, or in other words, believing what you heard. Just like today, you had an opportunity, you had the opportunity to make a decision right there about this place called rest. Rest, because some of you are gone through so much and have gone through so much, you can't even see rest on your, on your radar screen. You are you're looking like, you're looking like uh, into a vast open space of nothingness and you can't see rest nowhere on this radar screen. Because you're dealing with so much. But you have an opportunity today to believe. You have an opportunity to mix faith with what you just heard. Amen. I mean, you can sit here and listen to that thing, boy. He promised me rest. Well, I receive rest. I believe it so. And you might still got a whole lot of things on the table you're dealing with, but yet you can still enter into rest even before things change. Are y'all hearing this? So a decision. Unbelief. Unbelief is a decision to reject what you heard. That's unbelief. Unbelief is a decision to reject what you heard. A promise is given. You have knowledge of the promise. If you choose not to believe that, that's called unbelief. Because you made a decision not to believe. And when you make a decision not to believe what God says, you automatically, automatically make a, a decision to believe what somebody else said. Whether it's, whether it's your own thinking, whether it's somebody else or whether it's the devil. If you make a decision not to believe what God said, you automatically make a decision because you're going to believe somebody. Right. Every single day you live, you believe somebody. Right. You don't roll out your house without the proper outer, uh, outer garments because of what somebody said on the weather. It's going to be cold. You take your coat. You believe them. Now, you can believe somebody that went to school two, four, six. I don't know how many years it takes to be a meteorologist. Seems like you can read a couple of textbooks and get up in front of it. I'm just saying, I mean, they put everything up there and they just, 
80 up here and 40 down here and the wind is going this way and I can do that. And it's probably more involved than that, but that's all I see. And that's all you see. You don't know if that person read the radar. You don't know if that person went to school. You don't even know if they've been to school. You just, they just call meteorologists. And you're like, it's going to rain. It's, oops, it's going to rain. I ain't going to church tomorrow. They're calling for rain. It's amazing. When we get to heaven, we're going to talk to Paul. We're going to talk to... Uh, we're going to talk to all of the saints of old, and we're going to have a testimony service. We're going to have a testimony service up in heaven, and uh, Paul's going to get up, and Paul's going to say, I just thank God that he kept me through being stoned and, and being whipped and beat. I died three times. I died three times, and, and you know, God brought me back. I'm just, so, I'm just so thankful for what God did for my life. And he's going to turn the testimony time over to you. He's going to say, what you go through in life? And you're going to say, I went to church in the rain. <laughs> and Paul's going to be like, next, who? Next, he gonna be like, talk to us, Job. Tell him, school him, Job. School him, Job. The easiest little thing, the easiest little thing to get us off track. Easiest little thing. Weather report. I mean, they calling for you know some in, in the winter. Don't let it be winter time. They call for snow on Sunday, on Thursday. You shut it down for church. Now I ain't going to church on Sunday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. I ain't going to church on you. So you already plan that you, if you're serving on that Thursday, you already make, send your email, you make your call. I need a replacement. I ain't going to be there Sunday. Why are you going to be there? Because they're calling for snow. Look how easy you get off course because you chose to believe somebody. And then when the creator of the universe gives you something to believe, you're talking about, I don't, wanna, I don't know if I want to believe that or not. Talk to me. Amen. You go get your right. This is the best deal I can do. This is the best deal I can do. This is the best deal I can do. And you believe me. You put that money down and you buy that car. And then the next day, two days later, you see an ad in the paper, a car, $1,000 cheaper. <laughs> and you're like, man, they got me for $1,000. Why? Because you believed them. Amen. Amen. A big, you know, large purchases or big, big cost items, man, I research until I can't research no more. I mean, I burn that internet up. <laughs> that thing be smoking by the time I make my decision. Because <laughs> I'm going to see if there's any way possible I can give me a better price on this. Amen. And it's not like I'm cheap. I just don't want to give money where I don't have to give money. Because right. that's money I could put in the kingdom. Yeah. Come on, talk to me. Yeah. So don't look at me like I'm cheap. No, nah, I just don't want to pay un, you know, unnecessary monies. That's right. Amen? Yeah, I search, man. I'll blow that thing up, boy. If I got to get it from California, I'm going to get it from California. I'm going I'm to pay for it. I'm going to get it in time where I can get free shipping because I, I don't like to pay for expedited shipping. Expedited shipping is for procrastinators. Oh, y'all don't like that. Why pay $49 to ship something when you can pay eight? You procrastinated. You put it off. Now you run down there in deadline. Ha ha, can I get this in? 
I have people see people at the post office, and hey, I got I get it there by 12. Well, you can't get it there by 12 from this post office. You got to go across town to the other post office, and they can get it there by, by noon tomorrow. And so now you've wasted more time, more effort, more gas because you procrastinated. Now, I know there's times where uh, you work in a deal and something comes up right away and you need to get a proposal there the next day. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you had time that you could have got that stuff in early and we could have saved us some money on regular shipping. But because you procrastinated, you need it now. Man, how do we get all over in that? Everybody shout a decision. That's what I'm talking about. You believe somebody. You believe somebody. Listen to this. This is, this is, this is powerful. This is powerful. You're going to hit right to the point. Unbelief is the rejection of the one who said it. Unbelief is the rejection of the one who said it. So when God says something and you choose to not believe it, you didn't just reject what he said. You rejected the one who said it. Because you can't separate the one who said it from what they say. Because they, what they say is who they are. God and his word are one. So you sitting there talking about I love God. But you reject what he says. You deceiving your own self. Because you can't receive. I, I, I love the personhood of God. Oh yes, amen. But the word of God. I don't know it takes, if it takes all that or not. <laughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, if you think like that, I'll slap you. If you think like that, I'll slap you. <laughs> Ask your neighbor and say, why are you so violent, man? Why are you so violent? I'm trying to get you to, no, no, but, 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 who, but how, many of, how many of us, even in this room, how many of us do that? Oh, I receive all of God. Oh, oh, oh more of you, God. More of you, God. Right. We sing songs. I want more, more, more of you. We want to sense his presence. <laughs> but then when his word is going forth, you sit there and you make decisions. I'm going to believe that. I'm not going to believe that. And what you've just done is you've just rejected the personhood of the one you said you wanted more from. Hello, this is Dr. Fry, and I want to thank you for viewing today's broadcast. It is an honor and privilege to be able to come into your homes each and every week with the living word of God. Today marks the one-year anniversary of us being on the church channel. Praise God. This journey has been a leap of faith for us. But you know what? God has provided every step of the way. How has he provided? He's provided through people like yourself that have been viewing consistently and also consistently sowing and giving into this broadcast, enabling us to preach the gospel through the airways. Praise the Lord. Now, when I think about this past year, I'm telling you, it has been incredible. We've seen people give their lives to the Lord and get saved for the very first time, rededicate their hearts back to the Lord. Be filled with the Spirit of God. Man, it has been incredible. When I think about all the testimonies that come in, because we receive letters every week about people's lives being blessed by the broadcast, I remember a lady wrote to us from Florida who had told us that she had been in the house for eight months. That's right. She's never left the house in eight whole months. But as she was flipping through the channels, 
she came across this broadcast and the word that I was teaching so encouraged her life that she got herself together, got up the next day, put on some clothes, and left the house. Praise the Lord. Now, another lady I'm thinking about, her, her husband lost his job, and they were in finan having financial challenges, but the Lord led her to sow a seed into this ministry, and within three days, she received a check in the mail for $5,000. That's right, I said within three days, she received a check for $5,000 to help her and her husband with their household affairs until he was able to secure another job. Praise the Lord. There is testimony after testimony uh, just like those because of people who receive from this broadcast. So I know there's an anointing and there's an assignment upon my life to, to have television ministry, and I can't do it without faithful and supportive people like yourself. So if this broadcast has been a blessing to you in any way, Call us. Use that number at the bottom of the screen. Let us know. Say, hey, this broadcast is a blessing to me. I truly enjoy it. And also, if you're so led, sow a seed. Give an offering into the ministry to help us continue to preach the gospel through the airways because I'm excited. I'm looking for many, many more years of being able to come on television and preach this living word of God. So again, I want to say thank you for your past support, but I also want to say thank you for your continued and future support of this ministry. I cannot do it without people like yourselves. So God bless you. Thank you for supporting, and stay tuned. We have an exciting lesson that we're going to be sharing with you today that will truly encourage your life. God bless you. If anybody should believe God, should not it be his children? Amen. We have enough agnostics and atheists and, and folk that don't believe God. Don't let it be in his own family. I mean, his own kids say, God, I don't believe you. I can believe you for heaven, but I can't believe you for healing. I can believe you for heaven, but I can't believe you for prosperity. Not in his own house. Just think about it in your own house. If you tell something to your kids and they looked up to you and said, I don't believe that. You'd be like, the devil is a lie. you you will want to beat them for not believing you. Come on, talk to me. I see some of y'all already. You're going to believe me. <laughs> you don't believe me? You can get up out of this house. That's all I got to say. Come on, talk to me, y'all. See, y'all won't go there with me. But, but in God's house, there are many every single day, every single lesson that goes forth, every single teacher that's going forth, in God's house, there's family members saying, God, Daddy, I don't believe you. And because they make that choice, they cannot enter into rest. All right, let's keep on. Can y'all handle it anymore? Praise the Lord. Let's talk about some things here. Let me give you some truths about growth and maturity. Some truths about growth and maturity. Number one, spiritual growth and spiritual maturity is a characteristic of righteousness. It's a characteristic of righteousness. If you are saved, you are righteous. So if you're saved today, say this with me. Say, I am righteous. I am righteous. What that simply means is that you're in right standing with God. You're in good position with God. You, uh, God has, has accepted you. 
God has wiped away everything that will prevent you from fellowship with him. God has taken care of your sins, past, present, and the future. He's redeemed you. He's moved you from the back to the front, from the bottom to the top. You are, you are in. And not only you're in, you're in with God. If you want to be in with anybody, you want to be in with God. Because God can reach places that other folk can't reach. Come on, talk to me. So if you're saved, you're righteous. And so then if you're saved and you're righteous and you are, a characteristic of that righteousness is spiritual maturity. So uh, it is, should be seen in a, in a righteous person's life or believer's life, a child of God's life, sh growth should be seen. And not just natural growth, spiritual growth should be seen. In other words, we should become becoming more spiritual. Uh, Donald Lawrence has a song that says we're, uh, we're spiritual having a natural experience. I love that. I, I couldn't have worded it better myself. Because really, we're more, sometimes we're more consumed with the outward, more consumed with the natural than we are the spirit. But in reality, we should be more consumed with the spirit than we are the natural. Because we are a spirit being having a natural experience. You got it? And so spiritual growth and maturity, we should, becoming, we should be becoming more spiritual every day. Amen. Word takes, puts it this way, this way, I become more conformed to the, to the image of Jesus every day that I live. So if you've been saved five years, you should be closer to, you should be more spiritual than you were five years ago. Amen. Not say you had it all together, but I'm saying you should be more spiritual. In other words, you should be more in tune with the spirit. You should be more in tune with the things of God than you were five years ago. I, of course, you, if you were like me, when you got saved, when I got saved, I, had, I was clueless. Nothing. Clueless. All I knew was I wasn't going to hell no more. Amen. That's it. That's, a, that's the extent of my knowledge when I got saved. I am not going to hell anymore. And I said, thank you, Jesus, for that. Other than that, what? What? what I'm saved, man. What? What? I'm not going to hell. What does that mean? What? I don't plan on dying no time soon, so that's great. But what now? I'm saved now. Going with her, now what? I wasn't married, but now what? Can I touch you? <laughs> See, I'll laugh, but <laughs> See, y'all ain't going to this. Can I, can I? <laughs> what? <laughs> what I'm supposed to do, man? I mean, my feelings ain't changed for her at all. Sitting out that I'm saved. I mean, he ain't taking the desire I had Amen. for her out when he saved me. Amen. So what I do with her now? <laughs> I came to the conclusion, marry the girl. Let's <laughs> make it right, man. Let's make it right. Shoot, at least I'll be legal. See, <laughs> so y'all laughing <laughs> I, I, for real, I'm, I'm like, I, what? Ain't nobody teach me nothing? Grew up in church, I knew nothing. Zero, nothing. I knew Psalm 23, John 3, 16. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> Fleece with white snow. <laughs> That's about it, man. I was in trouble, man. I was in trouble. Thank God. 
thank God the person who led us to the Lord gave us this, this instruction after we got saved. You need to get in a good teaching church so you can learn something. And we followed that instruction, and thank God we did. Because we was in trouble. We were up the creek without some oils. In trouble, man. Saved and ignorant. That's a disaster waiting to happen. And unfortunately, we got people all over the body of Christ. Love God. Just gave their heart and life to us. Excited about a change in their life and are clueless. And we're not, and we don't have churches, enough churches teaching them line upon line, precept upon precept. What do you do now? That's why it's important you got to get in here for yourself. And then you start thinking about something that don't make sense. That makes absolutely no sense what they just said to me. He may not come when you want him, but he'll always be on time. The Bible says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Now, that does not make any sense that he gonna, may not come. If he's not going to leave, why did he, you know, he got to come back if he didn't leave? So hook, line, and sinker, we got people living lives based upon untruth, non-truth, uh, you know, have no information at all, and, and then we expect them to live a life that lines up with the word when they don't have any information. That's right. Amen. And then we bust them when they make mistakes, parade them in front of the church, and say, you got to ask the church, the church ain't do nothing for me. What I got to repent to the church for? You telling me what I'm doing, and I'm doing what I'm doing because you ain't tell me nothing to do different. Amen. You ought to be up here repenting. Amen. I, the pastor, repent for not teaching the folk nothing. I'm not talking about me. I'm going to get that straight right now. I'm going to get that straight right now. Because I'm going to give you something up in here. Now, whether you mix faith with it or not, that's your choice, but you're going to get something up in this game. You, your soul ain't going to be on my, on my case. When I stand before the Lord, I, he ain't going to talk to me nothing about me not teaching. He can be like, boy, you taught a whole lot, but let me talk to you about some of this stuff over here. <laughs> That's going to be a non-issue. Because you don't get the word, man. You don't get something up in here. No, seriously. I was teaching, I was teaching last week at the church, and thank you all so much for being. I, uh, I was teaching, and so I know this. I know this, that they stood up when the scripture was read. And I was like, okay, all right, I, I, I got you, I got you, I got you, no problem, no problem. And so I asked permission when I got up, I said, let me say, let me say something. I, I'm gonna ask that y'all not get up when I read the scripture, because I got a whole lot of scriptures here for y'all. And y'all might as well just remove these pews and just stand up for the rest of the service, because I'm gonna give y'all more than one introductory scripture. Because that's how they do in the, in the environment. They give you one scripture, and then they go for it, they pull it. <laughs> And that's okay for standing up for scripture there because you're going to stand up at one time. The first scripture, then when he said be seated, you ain't got to worry about standing up no more. But with me, you ain't going to come back to church because you're going to be tired. You're going to be like, nah, he, they, they wear me out down in that church, man. That's an exercise church. That's a, that's a workout club down there. Shoot. My point is... <laughs> Spiritual growth is a characteristic of righteousness. I, you know, I, I forget where I was going. But no, how can you figure things out when you don't know? How can you grow when you don't know? 
And all people are interested in, a lot of, well, I don't say all people, but a lot of people are interested in is a position and something to do. And if you hold that away from them until they learn something, they'll rather go somewhere where they can do something than to learn in order to do something. And unfortunately, doing them a great injustice because we're not giving them anything for them to make a decision to change. That a person can stay exactly like they they are and put on the show like they got it all together for a two-hour stint on a weekly basis. Sad. And that's an accusation on the body. Ain't got nothing to do with God. I have nothing to do with Jesus or the Holy Spirit. That's, that's an accusation about the people who call themselves children of God. Because right. we're not going week after week to hear the world. We're going week after week to hear other children of God. Amen. So we're not being deceived by the outside. We're actually being deceived of our own. of our own. Inside the camp. Deception is inside the camp. Ignorance inside the camp. And nobody is mature enough and nobody is big enough to stand up and say, man, you know what? I love you, but you know, you got to tell me something. Because right. Right. 17 years going through the mess I've been in for 17 years, <laughs> something got to change. Right. But there's a point in time in people's lives where they will rather Keep the, keep the pain and frustration than to do something different. Because you learn how to live with the frustration. You learn how to cope with it. You, you develop coping mechanisms and, 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 and just be, okay, it's just, what, I just, I always, whatever. You learn to cope with it. And God did never call us to cope with anything. He called us to overcome everything. Amen. It's just, I just, I just, we lose our desire to try because, or to do anything different because we've been dealing with this so long. But not anymore. Not in this church. Amen. Not in this church. Not anymore. We, I, we, can't, we can't allow it to happen anymore. Amen. Not anymore. It's, it's got to be a done deal. Got to be a done deal. God has better. And he wants you to have better and greater. Mm-hmm. But he needs your participation. Wow, didn't I tell you that this lesson was going to be exciting? Now, I was not able to put the entire series on the broadcast today. But what I've done is I've put the entire lesson, Are You Growing, in a CD and DVD set for you to have in your faith library. And also, I've drastically discounted the price because I really want you to get this series because I believe this word will challenge you and encourage you to grow up and release some of that potential that you have on the inside of you. Glory to God. So if you call today, the number at the, bot- the number's at the bottom of your screen, you can get the four-part CD set for only $20. That's right, the four-part CD set for only $20. Or if you prefer, you can get the four-part DVD set for $30. Four-part DVD set is $30 if you call that number 
right now. Call us, write us, go on our website. We have many ways that you can get this into your faith library because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Again, thank you for viewing today's broadcast. Until next time, continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.